0: RSN Racing. It's the home of Victorian Racing.
1: Stand by for a start.
0: Whether it's thoroughbred, Greyhound, or Harness Racing, RSN Racing supports an industry full of heartwarming stories.
2: Animo holding on Animo! This time for the Big A! Cat 40 for good wins! King of
1: Swing fighting though, he's a superstar, a champion pacer. Come on.
0: For the next 90 minutes, RSN brings you the latest news, tips and unique racing tales. Gates are back and away. This is Big V Racing.
1: And we are live from the sales. Matty Nevitt will be here soon. Uh, he is going to join us, uh, the co-host of Big V, with Maddie Stewart who rejoins me. How are you, Matty? Did you go and get a... Burger or a egg and bacon roll. No, I had
0: one earlier and it was eight and a half out of ten. It was outstanding. Another reason why people should come out to the uh, to the English Albert. It's gorgeous out here now, isn't it? Uh, Sun is shining. If if you were Graham Big, what rating
1: would you give your weekend
0: out of ten? Well, see, I'm I'm a low achiever compared to Graham, so I'd give it a ten out of ten because it would be the greatest. It's, d- d- Graham does these things with casual ease, though, Michael. So, <laughs> and he's with us now. What, he has got a bit of a lunar Park grin on his face. <laughs> How are you, Graham? I'm very well. You, if you could bottle it, you'd keep it, wouldn't you? Last weekend.
2: Yeah, that no, was very good. Um, as you well know, it's not hard. It's not easy, I should say, uh, setting horses for races and, uh, you know, uh, big races on big days and, uh, you know, they perform well and uh, that's what it's all about, getting it right on the right day.
0: Hey, um, we were doing a, an OB down at the Cranbourne Training Centre six months or so ago at the spring and we were talking to you about Passive Aggressive, who trailed like an absolute megastar and you were saying she might be the best horse you've ever put up. A- bridle on, and we are talking about Neville's horse emancipation, and you were saying, well, you know, you never know. But then she came out at Caulfield and and uh, set really high sectionals, but but faded out of the race. Was that a, a jolt? I remember thinking that time, how do trainers handle it when the expectation is crushed? We'll get to what happened on the weekend, but what, what was the story at Caulfield that day? Because it seems like you had to do a bit of a rebuild with her.
2: Oh, look, really, um, she'd been in work all over the whole winter. Uh, I think she had a first start back in May last year. And, you know, that race was end of August. Um, she had a bit of a sort of mini freshen up Um after her win in the uh, Cresic And uh, we decided to set her for that Mares' race. Um, she came up short, um, so we decided to put her away. She had no issues, but, you know, it's a first racing preparation. And, you know, when you've got a Philly is as talented as what she is, we thought, you know, better off just putting her away and, uh, you know, bring her up for for nice preparation in the autumn. What gave
1: you the biggest satisfaction on Saturday, I know you love nonconformists, but to do what you did with passive-aggressive first up in Sydney as well.
2: Oh, yeah, I was delighted, obviously, with her. I actually uh, jumped on the 5 o'clock plane, so it just worked out like clockwork. I got a taxi straight outside the course. I was back at the uh, airport at uh, at uh, 10 past 4, lobbed on the plane, uh, and then the fall happened and the races were delayed, So, but I was watching it in the air, actually, that the meeting as it was going on, and uh, and you wouldn't believe it. There was about two horses left to go in the gates for the blamey stakes, and the bloody thing started buffering. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> this was going on for about three minutes. Anyway, next Nixon got reception again. i have seeing all this Twitter action going on, nonconformist, outstanding. <laughs> and I went, oh, I was so rapt. Uh, yeah, I was pretty chuffed about that, you know, I couldn't believe it, I couldn't wait to watch the replay, you know.
1: Were, were you sitting
2: next to anyone you knew? No, I wasn't. You weren't able to, to punch someone and go, look at this! I was lucky, there was a vacant seat <laughs> alongside of it, so, you yeah. know. Does this mean
1: you fly first
0: class between Melbourne and Sydney, because that's the only way you can pick things up on your phone?
2: <laughs> no, I had it on the iPad, I was on the, on the internet, uh, so no, I did try to get on uh, business class with points, but... I didn't bid high enough, high enough, so I missed out on that. So.
0: I, I just on the, the score of surprise satisfaction, I'm sure non was Going in, I know you're a little bit... I just want to see him have a really good hit out, and if he wins, he wins. But passive-aggressive, knocking off Eduardo. A, the photo finish, uh, the race caller didn't know. He called it the wrong way. Like, as far as personal satisfaction about where these horses are at, like, she's by Fastnet Rock. They don't make a lot of them anymore, so she's such an important mare in that sense as well. Uh, which win was bigger for you nonconformist or passive aggressive
2: well i well i think they're equally both significant uh i guess with her it's a lot of satisfaction um you know in regard she she was a, an expensive filly she's very very well related um you know jonathan munns pinecliffe racing he invests a lot of money in you know in his breeding stock uh, he's a huge uh, vendor at all the sales around the country. Um, so he's got a huge investment. Uh, and to be able to get a result uh, like that with, with her uh, being, you know, only a sixth start in a race, winning a weight for age group two um, at elite level, um, I think that was very satisfying. But as I said, equally... Uh, getting non-conformist. Nonny, as he's affectionately known, in the stable. by punters. <laughs> Not by punters. <laughs> <laughs> Not <my> punters were, <laughs> got blown out in the quaddie. But, it, <laughs> but around the stable. But it was just great uh, for Denise and Danielle, who own, own the horse in the Henwood family, uh, to get him back on track because obviously mm-hmm. you miss a preparation. You sort of have a few little doubts in your mind. But everyone's going to remember, a lot of these horses didn't perform at probably their level best with the tracks. Um, Obviously, the tracks were very heavy as far as their work was concerned. Um, So, you know, and he's come off running against some elite company, you know, the Animos, Zakis, Moonga, Mr. Mr. Brightside. So dropping back to uh, maybe a level two, just below uh, a few of the rating guys found, found him uh, to set rights penalties 55 um, so yeah um, you know there was a recipe for him to run well
0: Hey, we were talking to Sam Friedman about this and this is the La Nina spring that we had is it? One of those springs when you're looking at how horses the expectation for the autumn is that you almost put a line through because of the endless wet tracks the, the inconsistent weather is it so when you're kicked off again with passive-aggressive and non-conformist, were you comfortable that you had a clean slate and that there were there were reasons why the spring turned out that way?
2: Oh, look, no. Look, I know with non particularly, his best form is on good ground. He handles, you know, soft to probably around a five, maybe a six, but, you know, once you get past that range, he's not as effective. Um, look, as I said, there's little lingering doubt. He hadn't won since he won the Naturalism. Obviously, he ran second in the Caulfield Cup. But, you know, you still like to get them, you know, winning or, you know, competing really uh, well against high level. So, uh, as I said, that was very satisfying for him to be able to blow them away like he did on Saturday.
1: We also, uh, when you looked at the replay eventually, uh, very pleased to see what Luna Flair did through the line as well.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, no, she really rounded off really well. Um, so, You know that was exciting from her point of view because obviously the further her distances get stepped up uh, she'll certainly come to the fore she'll also go to the australian cup um, and then we'll work out a plan from there with her but look she's come up really well disappointing what happened in the spring but you know that's racing and we move on
0: hey passive aggressive um i I think even though la niña has sort of officially moved on it's still sydney in the autumn and we may get a few fluky tracks what
2: what are your options with, with her? Well, the first option is obviously there's a Galaxy in two weeks' time. Um, you know, that's that's another opportunity to group one. Um, it may just come around a bit quick. Um, I would love it if it was three weeks away. Uh, it would give me a better chance to get her over the run on Saturday. Um, she, you know, in all intents and purposes, has pulled up well, but it was a bloody tough run. Don't worry about that. Um, when you're chasing down Eduardo, so it's not easy.
0: Did you it, think you got him on the line, by the way?
2: Well, I watched it live, and I actually thought she just got the bob in on the line, but it's hard to tell where the post is up there at Ram because you've got all these flowers and everything <laughs> around the bloody winning <laughs> post. So, it's, it's not like the old days where they had a proper winning post, so um, yeah, but I just thought she got the bob in on the line, and then you know Darren Flindill sort of half went for Eduardo, but then he wasn't sure, and then it was drawn out the, uh, the decision, but there was a margin
1: are you considered a Victorian now or a New South Welshman when you go back home? Because sometimes they're not looked upon too kindly, the Victorians up there. I'm an interloper.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's good to go back. Um, you know, we've uh, only been back a couple of times. Uh, we won the Pago Pago, have written by. You know, four years ago. Um, so it's been good. I've only had a handful of runners up there since. So we'll be going back again this Saturday with Mahaber. Um, He's going to run in the Pago Pago next Saturday. Gee,
1: it looks like a nice, promising horse too.
2: Yeah, and the forms proved p- pretty solid behind him. The filly of Hayes has won on Saturday, and then Tassilo won over in Adelaide. So you know, that's I always like to see that a bit of you know form coming out behind them. And uh, yeah, just Frank's the form.
0: I always get corrected when I say Newcastle instead of Newcastle. I was told years ago that something to do with some Tongan reference. It's Pango Pango. There you go. Well, there you go. There you go. It's it's pango Pango. pango
2: it, as far as I'm it's concerned, not going to make any difference and to
0: whether you win it or not. But hey, um, this yearling sale every year. Um, you're, you're like everyone else. You're doing your best. Uh, is there a is there a set place strategy? Do you get out of the car at the car park going, okay, this is how I'm going to handle it today? What, what do you do?
2: Oh, I think you just got to be a bit. Uh, calculate the way you go about it. We bought a lovely colt yesterday by Seamus Award, um, so he was a lot 72, so he was a very nice colt. I uh, really like Seamus Award as a stallion. Um, you know, they're not the prettiest of horses, but they've got motors. Um, but you know, we were happy enough to secure him. But I think you know, at the moment, you just got to be a little bit careful, even though they've been selling quite well, they're a little bit down on what they've been the last couple of years, um, but still, on all. Some good quality stock here, and uh, you know, with the prize money surge in prize money in the last four or five years, um, you know, lots of people want to get involved. Hey, just on Seamus
0: Award, um, he doesn't produce glamorous yearlings, does he? So, you have to see through the plainness
2: of them, you've got to look the next horizon with them don't you bit that's correct they're not really sales horses like i've looked at a lot of them at the sales over you know the last couple of years and you know to be able to find one you really like um uh, it's pretty hard uh but geez they've got motors mm.
1: uh, uh graham will there'll be no shortage of people wanting to race a horse with you uh the stable is absolutely airborne uh, well done on the weekend and good luck throughout the rest of the sales the next week as well thank you very much Don't knock me out of the quaddie next week. Uh,
2: No runners at Flemington.
1: (laughs) Graham Beck joining us there. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, what about the weekend? This man had Zach Purton.